We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my fabulous friend and you sweet soul. I'm just sending out blessings of love and appreciation and acknowledging you as an exquisite aspect of the divine, having maybe a sometimes confusing human experience. So how are you feeling today? How are you doing? You know, it seems for me, it really boils down to this. When I meditate, my days work, my life works. And when I don't, it doesn't. You know, I used to suffer a lot from anxiety and depression and went to a lot of different doctors and they prescribed a lot of different kind of anti-anxiety and antidepressants and nothing worked. And then I kept hearing about meditation and something I really believe is if you hear about something once, okay, whatever, if you hear about it twice, Maybe there's some information in this for you. If you start hearing about something three, four, five, six times, the universe is definitely trying to get your attention and communicate with you. So I'd heard about meditation maybe a dozen plus times. And I thought, well, maybe there's something in this for me. And there certainly was. I was a little bit confused as to how to do it initially. And I was like, you just sit and think of nothing. Is that what you do? And actually that helped. I did try that for a while. Just sit there and try to just like keep my mind blank. It was, it was challenging, but it, it did help. And then I um, read a book and it was very helpful. It said, basically, just imagine the energy in your mind relaxing and settling down into your heart. And I found as I started doing that, the mental activity and the monkey mind, the chatter did start to naturally dissipate as I just centered my awareness in my heart, just stayed in that place. And every time I noticed it would start to move back up into my mind or um, go off a different direction, I would just bring it back to my heart. And something somebody said to me, it's like potty training a puppy. You just keep bringing it back to the paper. Just keep bringing it back to the paper. Gently, patiently, compassionately. And eventually, they start to get it. So that's what I've done with my meditation. I just bring it back to my heart. Just bring the energy back to my heart. And it seemed I needed to probably meditate for about 20 minutes a day in order to feel very um, stable or to avoid the depression and the anxiety. And, you know, any amount will work, but it really seemed like I've heard it said that the brainwaves shift at like 11 minutes and then 18 minutes. And, you know, they they continue to um, slow down and go deeper the longer we go. And there's certain like um, thresholds or breaking points. So um, sometimes I didn't have 20 minutes. So I came up with a process that I've found to be very accessible and beneficial and helpful. And I don't need to spend quite as much time. And so I wrote this process down and I've done it for myself for quite some time. And I shared it with some of my students and they asked me to put it to a guided meditation so they wouldn't have to continue to like look at the piece of paper, which I've done. 
and which is available on my website. And it's called the six-step morning process. Pretty simple. So I'm going to share this process with you. And if you'd like, you can take some notes or you can come back and listen to this at any time, or you can go to my website and get the guided meditation, whatever supports you. But it really is very simple and very, again, accessible. And it really has supported me and it continues to support me in starting my day in a very aligned, relaxed, grounded, congruent, whole way. And that, again, affects and influences how I go through my day. And when I do this process, my life works with a lot of grace and ease. And when I forget to do it or I don't have time to do it, it's not long before I'm off track. And again, for me, staying in my center, staying aligned, it really is how I live my best life. And not just that, not only do I get to experience grace and ease and synchronicity, I've been told um, I lend people peace and I give them hope. And it's not because I'm doing anything. It's just because of where I am and how I am within myself. My husband has called me a Tambian. You know, my name is Tammy. So a Tambian, I'm a healthier than ambient choice. <laughs> I think that's so funny. And it's such a compliment when people say, oh, you're always so peaceful. You're always so calm. And to be able to bring that to other people that are feeling confused or chaotic in their lives is such a blessing, uh, especially since it doesn't take any effort at all. It really is um, a beautiful way to live. And I want this for you too, if you want it for yourself. So, okay, to start with my six-step morning process, as soon as I wake up, as soon as I'm conscious that I'm conscious, I immediately start going into gratitude, counting my blessings. I want to uh, really contemplate and give thanks for all the amazing things in my life. And I start with my health or my home or my husband, my horses, my relationship with God, the healing that's happened. I acknowledge and I'm grateful for my own consciousness that I've chosen this path for myself. I thank God for my family, for my friends, for this radio show, for my producer, Remy, for you being part of my energy for this opportunity to just ripple out love and hope and help for the people that want it. So I just consider all of the things I'm grateful for, big and small. There's nothing too big or too small to acknowledge with gratitude. And what I know for sure is that what we focus on increases. So as we start counting our blessings, we attract more blessings. As we consider and live in that place of appreciation and gratitude, we increase in our wattage, we have level in our consciousness, and we attract more and more to be grateful for. And then it can be, it can get to the point where it's like, how good can you stand it to get? And I've even felt myself putting the brakes on this because it's like, this is too much. It's too good. It's too much love. I can't handle it. But what I want to do and what I want to encourage others to do and what I would love for you to be able to do is to expand your inner container for how good you can stand things to get. A lot of people are walking around with a thimble mad that somebody else has a swimming pool. So we want to expand whatever size that container is inside of us from a thimble to a cup, to a pint, to a quart to a gallon, to a swimming pool, to the back of a truck, to a pond, to a lake. I feel like I'm at the ocean now, but even sometimes now I twitch because things are 
so amazingly good. I'm met with so much love. Sometimes I start hitting my upper limits and start kind of like vibrating. It's like, okay, I need to calm down. (laughs) I need to ground myself and relax and say thank you and expand, relax and expand. And we always manifest what we can hold for. So it's never about the out there and trying to get and having that ambition. It's about relaxing and expanding your inner container so you can receive with grace, graciousness, and gratitude. So yes, gratitude, very important first step. And some people just stop there. But I like to consider as a second step what my intentions are for the day. What is it you're doing? So for me today, I know I'm doing a radio show. My intention is to be able to center my awareness in my heart and have a wonderful interaction and connection, relationship and conversation with you. And then after this, I've got a couple of clients and some errands to run. And at the end of um, considering my day and my intentions, I always like to add with grace and ease, with clarity and with love. So that's how I like to roll. And you can choose for yourself. What are your intentions and how do you want to move through your day? The third step is receiving love. And this can look like angels surrounding you. This can look like God holding you. This can look like perhaps people or animals that have transitioned. They're on the other side of the veil, just pouring down their acknowledgement and love and affection for you. Perhaps it's opening your heart to receiving the love that's here on the planet for you now. People or beings or animals in the body. Perhaps it's nature. Just opening your heart receiving the love. And sometimes I'll just imagine like maybe angels brushing my hair or touching my face or giving me a light, gentle massage. However you feel love, perhaps it's words of affirmation, perhaps it's hugging or physical affection, perhaps it's a visual symbol that comes forward for you. However it comes to you, just opening your heart to receive love. I used to say, you know what, I know I'm loved, but I don't feel love. And it doesn't happen very well from the outside in, or maybe never. We have to create that space inside of ourselves to be able to receive it. And then as we do, again, that inner container is filled. We are acknowledged as we acknowledge ourselves. We do feel love as we reside in that place of love within ourselves. And really it is to me about taking responsibility for that relationship with the ultimate source of love, which is our creator, which is God, which is the universe. That relationship is so vital in my reality. And if I take care of that relationship, if I allow that relationship to nurture me and love me, the reflection in my life is that I am loved and I am acknowledged, but I don't feel dependent on that reflection. It's just a joyful acknowledgement of my connection to the divine. And this is journey to center. This is manifesting from the inside out. So number one, count your blessings. Number two, set your intentions. Number three, receive love from that great source of love. Number four, I like to give love. So I've received it. Now I'm rippling out love. I'm sending light and love and gratitude to my community. And then I see it rippling out. I see it rippling to my family. I see it rippling out to my friends. I see it rippling out to the state I'm in, to my nation, 
to the president, to everybody in Congress, to the world. I just see it. I see myself as a pinpoint of light and just rippling love. I ripple out my love to you, to my Empower Radio family. So I just start locally and I start with the inner circle and I just expand it out. And it's sometimes I I'll feel like I'm holding planet Earth in my hands, in my heart, just holding it gently, sending blessings of love and light and compassion. And you can do it beyond that. You can ripple it out to the galaxies, to the universe and to God. So we receive love and then we give love. And I do think that is the greatest gift to love and be loved. That feeling of the energetic exchange of love, respect, adoration, affection, compassion, light. So give love. Giving love is number four. Number five, I listen. I ask for a message. So prayer is like talking to God. Meditation is like listening to God. So number five is where I don't do any of the busy work that I've been kind of doing in my very important busy work, mind you. I mean, the first four steps are very important, but they bring me to this place of wanting to just relax in my heart and ask and listen. God, do you have a message for me? Is there something you want me to know right now? Sometimes it's one word. Sometimes there's no word. Sometimes I, I sense a smile like God is smiling at me and just acknowledging me. Sometimes I hear something like you're right on track or I'm very proud of you or you're the child in whom I'm well pleased. Sometimes I get a sentence and sometimes there's more. It can be helpful or handy to have a journal next to you. And if you start receiving messages, writing them down, it can be really interesting to review those. So number five is listening, asking for a message and listen. And just basking in that state of connection. Number six is drawing a circle of light around me. It's grounding myself. It's imagine aligning myself. And then that circle of light that represents boundaries, clear, flexible, healthy boundaries that keeps me aligned in body, mind, and spirit, that keeps me congruent and whole in my connection to source and my inner child. And I recently did a show about boundaries. If you didn't listen to that, it might be helpful. And you might get value from that. If it intuitively resonates for you, maybe you want to check that out. So again, number one, counting the blessings. Number two, setting your intentions for the day. Number three, receiving love. Number four, giving love. Number five, asking for a message and listening. Number six, grounding yourself aligning and boundaries, that circle of light that you can pull in or expand out depending on who you're with, where you are and how you're feeling. So sometimes people want to know why, why do this? How does it help? Well, if we just jump out of bed, if we start our day in that kind of like, oh, I got to get my coffee, I got to get out of here, I'm late. We're in that kind of anxiety, that state of anxiety, fear. And then that ends up being part of our energy for the day. And it determines what we attract, 
who we attract and how we navigate. As we start our day in a way where we're taking greater responsibility for our consciousness, for our beingness, we're not swept along on this energy of fear. Again, if we don't take responsibility for ourselves, that is what will happen. We're gonna end up on the wave of fear that is mass consciousness or perhaps unprocessed stuff from our subconscious mind, which tends to be fear-based. We're here to clear and heal that, but if we don't take great responsibility for it, it's kind of like navigating and pulling the strings from behind the scenes. So who do you want in your driver's seat as you're going about your day? Do you want the subconscious mind and fear there or do you want God there? If you've listened to my show much, you've probably heard me say this. I just love this saying so much. If God is your co-pilot, switch seats. So as I do this work in the morning, it's really about putting God in the driver's seat, but in a very clear, responsible, conscious way so that I can sit in the passenger seat and really observe, be present, be in my joy, be in my heart and my connection with nature, with life, with others. And that's where I find my greatest happiness, my greatest fulfillment is in that relationship and connection with the divine and with other beings that are aspects of the divine. And if people aren't loving, that's okay. You send them along their way with compassion. And if they are loving, then you get to celebrate in that connection. And there's no competition. It's really such a lovely way to exist. It's such a lovely way to navigate through um, our reality on planet Earth, through our days. So, you know, I will say ego is living from that place of separation and disconnection. I go... I call that inviting God only, is creating and living from connection to the universe and alignment with the divine. So ego, edging God out, is coming more from fear. I go, inviting God only, is coming more from that state of love and connection and collaboration with the universe. Course in Miracles talks about this. There's two things going on, fear and love. And most anything we experience is a derivative Anything we experience emotionally is a derivative of either fear or love. And as I do this work, as I take responsibility for starting my day in this conscious, congruent way, I do live more from love. And though I know all this, if I don't start my day in this way, I start to tip into fear. And that really is how our brains are wired. Our brains are hardwired for fear and survival. You know, running from predators. It was eat or be eaten not that many generations ago. It was about survival. But now that we are in a place where we're not necessarily running from predators, we have to take responsibility if we want to go higher in our consciousness. So do you want to survive or do you want to thrive? And if you want to thrive, it takes personal responsibility. It takes your consent and invitation and participation. And for me, meditation, guided meditations, this simple process is a way of participating in a very responsible way that's not painful. It can be done with such grace and ease. And um, I've created from a lot of fear and disconnection and working hard and ambition. And I'm so grateful to have that in my past. It doesn't have to be that hard. And I really think it boils down to what do you believe you deserve? 
Do you know you're valuable? Do you know you're worthy? Do you know you're a blessing and born of original blessing? Do you know that? Because if you do, then you don't feel like you have to work hard, do, and prove so much. You can relax and enjoy the journey. And I really do think that's why we're here, to really enjoy the journey. So um, as we clear up our karma and we learn to live in love, as we reside in that place of love, we do get to enjoy the journey more. And we do get to experience more heartfelt connections and creativity and joy and bliss. It's how we bring heaven to earth. And that's how I'm living these days. And it's how I want you to live if you want it for yourself. Each and every one of us has a very important piece of the puzzle that nobody else can fill. And as we relax into authentic shape, as we love ourselves, like ourselves, line up with our soul self, we find our authentic shape. And that's how we attract and connect with other people that naturally fit with our authentic shape. There's no more contorting to be other than who you are. There's no more trying to fit that round peg into the square hole and make things work that really aren't working. It's about relaxing and lining up with our soul self, knowing our value, finding our authentic shape, and then naturally graceful and easily connecting with others of like mind. You know, one of my um, spiritual teachers years ago said to me something that kind of blew my mind. If it's not a resounding yes, it's a no. I was struggling with whether to do this particular thing. I was invited to do something. And he goes, Tammy, if it's not a resounding yes, it's a no. And I thought, wow, can you really live that way? What if no resounding yes has ever come along? But I found they do. But not if you're settling. Not if you're settling for less than love. Not if you're settling for less than what you truly deserve and desire. You have to make that space. Sort of like weeding your garden. You have to get rid of what you don't want to make the space for what you do want. And maybe for a little time, there's not that much going on in your garden. But that can be lovely. It's a time to relax. It's a time to rest. And I think most people are pretty deprived in that arena. Do you feel that? I mean, do you feel tired sometimes? You feel like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted, but no amount of sleep is really helping. <laughs> maybe you're spread a little too thin. Maybe you have too many things on your plate, or maybe you're coming out of your center to try to take too much care of others. So my intention is to support you in coming back to your center, living from that alignment and inviting more grace and ease and joy into your life because you deserve that. You are worthy of that. There's nothing you have to do or prove. You're enough just as you are. And once you really start to open your mind to that and believe that and receive that, your life will start to reflect that back to you. Ambition is so um, respected in this culture, and that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's fine. That's a lovely thing. But I found as I do this work, I'm far more productive doing things with grace and ease, synchronicity and joy than I ever was by virtue of my work ethic and my ambition I'm more prosperous, and more productive, and I'm more rested and happy, feeling freedom and a sense of peace. And to me, again, it really does feel like what I would imagine heaven to feel. 
I'm living heaven on earth. I want to pierce that veil and bring that love and light down here. And I want you to have this experience for yourself if you'd like it. So if you haven't gone to my website, TammyBPhD.com, I'm doing some renovations on there. I think it's looking pretty nice. And I have uh, a free ebook on there, Why You're Not Manifesting What You Want and How to Start Opening to Receiving That, The Seven Reasons You're Not and The 14 Things You Can Do to Start Receiving the blessings that are here for you. And there's a guided meditation embedded on page 16. And I've had some people listen to that meditation for over a year and they still continue to get healing and value from it. So I think it's some, if it resonates for you, download it. I think there might be something there for you. Um, And I want to be in touch with you. To me, what makes this worth it, having these conversations by myself or with others, is hearing from you and knowing that It's giving you hope or supporting you or you got a little nugget of something or you applied a tool or a technique and it shifted your reality in a positive way. Because my intention, again, is to really empower you. There's two ways to live, victim or empowered. And I've done the victim. You probably can relate. It's not fun. To be empowered is really how we live from that place of grace and ease and alignment. And I'm personally loving it. And I want it for you as well. So if there's anything I can do to support you, please be in touch with me. TammyBPhD.com. Facebook. I love Facebook. I'm there every day. And just know I start every day with you in my heart, my meditations and my prayers. And I'm sending you blessings of grace, ease, peace, comfort, authentic empowerment, gratitude, and great love. God bless you on your path onward and upward. Take care of yourself. Bye for now.